name is Saurabh. Um, I lead HFS Global uh, Research and Advisory Services, um, and I'll be your host today. And today is a special video cast with um, uh, which I'm. It's a it's a video cast in a series of video casts which we are planning to host in the next few months to really bring this concept of what we call the one ecosystem uh, to life. And I'm extremely extremely pleased to be joined by three fantastically dressed gentlemen here from IBM and, and Microsoft, two formidable companies in their own right. Uh, but when, when working together, uh, I think they can unlock completely new outcomes for their clients. So, so welcome Jason, Ricardo and Chris. And you know, I would love for you to just quickly you know, introduce yourselves, uh, name serial rank, <laughs> uh, and then we go get on from there. So maybe Jason team for those watching. I'm Jason Kelly, and I work with our IBM teams globally with the responsibility of leading our strategic partners and ecosystem for IBM Consulting. And in that, uh, that, that is in and of itself a, a very uh, refreshing, and I would say new, but we've been doing it for 24 months plus, um, business focus that we have across our teams. And I am honored to be with one of the, the finest examples of that uh, strategic partnership. And that's, that's with our, our leaders here from Microsoft. So thanks team. Ricardo. Thanks. Uh, this is Ricardo Davila. I work at Microsoft and I have the privilege of leading the relationship between IBM and Microsoft. Super excited to be here and, and looking forward to the conversation today. Fantastic. And Chris? Yeah, thank you. Uh, Chris McGuire, I have the extreme privilege of leading the micro, Microsoft IBM consulting relationship for IBM Consulting. Fantastic. So before I ask you three some really tough questions, uh, let me let me spend 30 seconds on why we are having this conversation, right? So I. I think we fundamentally here at HFS believe that no single organization could be everything to anyone in today's world, not even if you're IBM and Microsoft. Um, and I think we'll simply find, and we, we, we struggle as enterprises, as service providers, as technology providers, to find completely new sources of value in today's world if we just look inwards, right? And I think that's where we are living in a world which doesn't have any boundaries, right? We, we are seeing industry lines getting blurred. We are seeing generative AI, blockchain, Web3, you know, so many disruptive technologies coming in and hastening that transition. And as we lurch from, you know, one uncertain world to who knows what's coming next, I, I feel ent enterprises have to focus on collaboration, have to focus on connection points within within the organization and outside the organization, outside the four walls of the organization. And I think that's really what the One Ecosystem is, is where we are connecting beyond the four walls of our organization to collaborate with like-minded organizations with shared objectives to anticipate customer needs and serve them better. Right? That's what One Ecosystem is. And you know what I want to focus on today is really what IBM and Microsoft together can do, which you yourselves on your own cannot do for your clients. So, so maybe Jason, let me, let me start with you. You know, why don't you 
you were just mentioning that this is a 24 month old uh, baby in the long history of IBM. Uh, why is this concept of ecosystem or one ecosystem, what you often call one plus one equals three, uh, so important to IBM now than ever? Well, I'll start with first, uh, I got to preview everyone as they, they hear it, they'll say Jason doesn't know his math. So, Rob. So I'll get to the one plus one equals three and I'll, I'll really center your question in the, the past, but bring it to the current. And in the past, you said we've been around for a while. We've learned this. We've evolved. Um, and the only way that we've evolved is it, it's not just one big blue company. That is, we've worked with many, many of our players throughout the ecosystem as well as strategic partners. But when you think about what's changed, what's different? Well, first, IBM and Microsoft for, for years, they thought, oh, it's a competitor. Oh, they go head to head. And set that aside and start to think about the reality of what you just said. The current environment, there's not one entity that can walk into a client enterprise situation and solve every problem with everything that they have there on their own. And so the problems have become more complex. And as we looked at it, within our company, see, wait a second, we are already working with many of these players and these players, our strategic partners, are clients as well, not just alliances. Let's treat them like clients, which will then elevate the outcomes with their clients, our joint clients. It's not just with one or two, but those like Microsoft are a prime example where we say, well, <clears throat> working with them, we are going to be able to look across an enterprise problem. And we have those because if we just look in the recent past from everything that we're just, as we, as we look at you know, this, what seems to be a far memory, but still current COVID and, and a pandemic and supply chain and all these, we start to realize, wait, all these things are brittle and we need flexibility. We need to think like you say is one ecosystem. That is what has driven us to current state. Gen AI, think about, what everyone's, they're looking for this one answer, one use case. We start to think about generative AI and we as IBM more than a decade ago, you know, said we're an AI company. And then we called ourselves a hybrid cloud AI company. And everyone said hybrid cloud AI company. Fast forward to now, it all makes sense. And so people have multiple clouds. They have multiple applications. And so with multiple applications, multiple clouds, multiple parts of their business, the front office, the back office, and as HFS likes to call one office, all these things are coming together. Okay, now how do you pull all these pieces of data and do it with AI and do it with Gen AI? Well, instead of you know hurting yourself and thinking about it that way, the easy thing to do is to say, I'm going to work with my strategic partner that has some of that capability as well. And I can take what they have, I can take what we have. And when the client, the end client wants timely outcomes, which is what they're demanding, they get it because those outcomes are orchestrated as one ecosystem. To use your, your, your example and, and your, your verbiage that you used. That's what we do very effectively with Microsoft. And I'll, I'll, I'll stop my diatribe just to tell you that when we kicked off this model, we started face-to-face -face with Microsoft there in Washington with our team 
and it was the most productive meeting I've ever seen with, with people who outside were saying, wait a minute, Microsoft is going to go to, I mean, IBM is going to go to Microsoft and you're going to meet at their headquarters. Absolutely. And these two gentlemen on this screen, screen orchestrated that. And it was the most productive meeting I have seen across, across product, technology, marketing, communications. And the result is what you see now. Um, I get to brag now. This is my real ending. You know, six plus partner of the year awards around the world for, for IBM with, with Microsoft going uh, from somewhere around 13, 14 in their rankings up to, to now uh, going above five. Those are results. Those are results that matter um, with a multi-billion dollar business together. Uh, you know, we're blowing through the finish line. We're not running to it. And these, these two gentlemen here are making it happen. So there you go. Fantastic. So Ricardo, what's, what's driving this relationship with IBM for Microsoft? That's a, that's a, I would say a very loaded question. Uh, I think many things. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we can dissect this from the top down, which is alignment at the top executive. That's key. But that was key. Uh, the second one, I would say trust that built that alignment. Uh, the third one is uh, product uh, integration. Uh, fourth one is uh, field engagement. Uh, but most importantly, I think it was the willingness of the teams to come together and the realization that, like Jason was mentioning, it's hard to win uh, alone, um, especially with these large, complex customers. You need somebody else that can come with you and support you along the way. And I think that's where we start finding our companies working together. You know, so the alignment that I mentioned, the solutions that I mentioned, the investments that we put behind, everything is fine. But at the end, the customer demand was saying, hey, you two need to work together. You two have the, cons the consulting expertise, the technology expertise. We need you to come together to the table. And I think that's at the end what, what drove us to, to have this success um, so far. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I think what I really like about what you just articulated, Ricardo, is it wasn't just capability. It was the organizational characteristics that was that was driving um, driving this partnership. But I, but Chris, let me turn to you. And you know, I know both of you, uh, both of your companies are coming together with several joint offerings. Um, I know several around cloud. But what are some of those uh, sort of joint solutions that you're most excited by? Um, several. Uh, let me just one second back up and add the, the most important element that, that that Ricardo and I worked on is an element of transparency in the relationship. When you're when you're putting two competitors together, we and, and that meeting that Jason talks about, the most important thing we all agreed on: we have to be transparent. We have to put agendas on the table, talk about them, segment, and, and say, okay, these are untouchables, these are untouchables. But in the middle, there's this, this area called partnership, and you know, I can't even. Microsoft has just been so supportive of this whole environment of transparency. So I just wanted to add transparency to what he said. Um, second of all, you know, if we if we talk about the, the you know the recent the recent hot topic, which is you know um, generative AI, um, you know, we we decided uh, you know early on when Microsoft released their their first private preview of, of Azure Open AI that we were going to go all in with our data and AI practice and. 
we we met with Microsoft. We selected you know four areas, uh, four specific use cases to focus on, and do some very serious joint investment to come up with you know solutions that are now done and packaged and ready to, to deliver at, at clients. Solutions like you know source to pay, procurement source to pay, um, you know summarization and content generation. Um, you know we we've, we've done a, a really unique uh, healthcare solution that's ready for delivery that allows for the utilization of Gener AI to, to simplify and make the process of pre-approval much quicker for, for, for patients. Um, and then really a, a one that I'm really interested in and I love is the, the simplification of enterprise search and knowledge base, searching enterprise's own data assets in a more efficient way to help get to those, those actionable uh, insights and, and outcomes that they desire. So, so tell us uh, a little bit, maybe uh, Ricardo and Chris, I'll ask both of you this question, you know, how, how, have, how are clients benefiting from IBM plus Microsoft versus if IBM had gone together and Microsoft had gone to the same clients together? Do you have any, you know, maybe war wounds or some very interesting success stories to share? Yeah, not really war wounds. I think a big success for me is, is you know, in a recent trip that I just did to, uh, to Japan, um, where sat down with several clients uh, with our Microsoft counterparts, um, it was just it was very you know heartening to to see and hear the comments coming from the client of wow it's great to have both of you here at the table you're both trusted advisors you both you know have a point of view um, and your point of views are starting to align that's just nothing but benefit for us um, and I think that that's now happening more than not as you can imagine it's been a long journey um, getting two sets of account teams together that generally didn't trust each other for a long time and now trust each other enough to walk in the room together and have these these complex discussions with enterprises has been has been for me been you know the kind of the the, the spotlight of our of our success today if i may add i think also it's that it's um chris was mentioning kind of like key solutions that we have but it's the breadth of solutions and expertise and incumbency in customers. We have solutions for ad modernization, for ad migration, SAP on Azure, mainframe, security, data and AI, modern workplace, business apps. So those are kind of some of the categories, uh, the solutions in which uh, IBM has expertise, uh, plus the technology that we provide. I think that's what makes us uh, stronger than most of the other uh, partners, I would say. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I, I can see how that happens. But, but I think, yes, we're talking about this ecosystem of IBM plus Microsoft coming together. But both of you are huge organizations in your own right. And there's got to be an internal ecosystem that you have to navigate as well and build, uh, you know, to make this external ecosystem come together. How is, how is that coming along? How is, how is, you know, what are some of the lessons learned from, from that experience? And maybe, Chris, I'll, I'll ask you that first. Yeah, I mean, it, not going to sugarcoat it. It's, it's probably the largest challenge that Ricardo and I deal with every day. And we, it, we do talk multiple times a day. And, and, the, and the largest question is always, what are we not doing that we could be doing better? And it always comes down to more communication. And in, in order to do that, you've got cultural divides. You have to, you have to, you know, I think I talked about it earlier. You know, these, these account teams have competed against each other for, for decades. And now it's an unnatural act for them to work together. 
Um, so I think that's our, our constant challenge is breaking down those barriers, breaking down those walls, coming up with the joint solutions that Ricardo talked about that make that easier for the client or for our, for our client partners, our lead client partners on the IBM side and the account executives on the Microsoft side to really see the benefit of working together. Adding to Chris's point, uh, I think, yes, it is complex and, uh, and certainly uh, add a little bit of challenge. But this time I will be a bit positive uh, because there's a lot of opportunity. And since we are so large, there are so many teams that can really add more value to the one that we are currently adding. So, for example, we have regional teams, we have solution specialist team, we have global black belts, we have industry leads, we have et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we have to start constantly adding these dimensions to the partnership, start building more business uh, by getting these organizations together. So it is complex because it is a, it, we have to manage uh, a communication across these channels and ensure that each of the organizations are aligned, but also it adds tremendous value if we do it right, because then we can really scale. And, and companies like IBM and, and Microsoft are about a scale. You know, we're 100,000 people plus companies, cannot, we cannot work in silos. We definitely need to work across. So it's, it's, a, it's a challenge, but it's also a huge opportunity that we are trying to leverage on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, so, so Jason, you talked about a lot of awards and recognitions, um, but would love to hear from all three of you on where do you take it from here? You know, how, how will this partnership evolve? What sort of, what are some of the future priorities? What's, what's exciting you personally um, in terms of where you can take this? Ricardo and I have uh, spent the last year uh, framing up the strategy for the next five years. And I think that's where, that's where we really are differentiating ourselves. I think we did, we decided we weren't going to rush something. We, we knew we had, you know, I, I, I tell people the analogy I use is the Microsoft IBM relationship, you know, two years ago was like a fully fueled rocket sitting on the launch pad, you know, ready to go. Now we lit that fuse by doing some quick actions. And we got that rocket into orbit. Um, now we're shooting for galaxies way beyond and we have a strategy now that we've put in place um, that has been ratified by both companies. Um, and I think, you know, I think that the world is going to be surprised when they when they see the future of this partnership. I think as as Microsoft uh, statement is like uh, empower every person and every organization to achieve more. We are halfway there. I think there is way more things that we can do together. But the good news is that we have put this uh, the the foundation in place to achieve that. You know, so we we have if we are targeting 500 customers a year, well, we have a target of a thousand. You have X uh, revenue growth as a, tar as a target, see, it's a year-on-year -year growth. So I think we can grow in many dimensions, this partnership, uh, but with the ultimate objective to support our customers uh, at the end of the day. That, that's the most important thing, and with classes. So that could be uh, a good cases for other customers to come to us and say, hey, I heard about you doing this great help me to do the same. Uh, so that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Yeah, no, this has been a this has been a fantastic conversation. I think there are two or three takeaways that I'm personally taking. I think one, you've got to have a common purpose to create a successful partnership. And I think I've heard from all of you that common purpose is to solve complex challenges for complicated clients. Um, 
I also really took away this concept of orchestration. And I think you have to orchestrate internally, you have to orchestrate externally, you have to orchestrate with potentially other third, uh, you know, third parties and partners. And I think this is less, this world is becoming less about execution and more about orchestration, both within the client worlds and in, and in these organizations. And, you know, folks like you are bringing that skill set uh, to the forefront. And I think lastly, I think it's about the mindset. You know, you have, I wouldn't have imagined, uh, you know, two years back, Microsoft and IBM being on the same webcast, videocast with me, <laughs> having a having a positive conversation without talking about we are better on this and we are better on that. Uh, you know, and and uh, <laughs> and I think that is such that we've seen. I was just wondering, you, you, when you talk about the better, you almost hit one of the, the, the things that we wanted to bring out here is that, you know, it used to be we're better on this, you're better on that. And, and people, it's, it's truly a better together story. And that you just, you just nailed it. And this thought of being better together, especially in the world of, of Gen AI, especially in the world of Gen AI, where you can't just grab a vanilla outcome. This isn't, this isn't me hitting a search engine on the internet. It's me trying to get a specific use case for a specific outcome in a specific industry. So that nails it there with your point. When you, the, the, how can you do it? You can't do one vanilla answer, but with expertise by industry, with expertise in an open environment, like we said, you're, you're right. It's not that's better, that's better. It's we're better when we run this way. It used to be, is it Microsoft or IBM? And the or is out of the equation now. It's Microsoft and IBM. And that is what everybody is saying now. And that's the big change that, that Jason drove when we when we kicked off this, this, this drive to have these strategic partnerships. There's no longer the word or. It's always and. And we do it in everything. You know, I get the question all the time. You know, you guys have your own Gen AI platform. Why are you partnering with Microsoft? Because our clients demand that it's not... IBM or Microsoft, it's IBM and Microsoft. Fantastic. Look, Jason, Chris, Ricardo, thank you so much for sharing some of your time, your experiences, your insights with us. I think you you guys really brought out the power of and uh, in this conversation. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.